I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Decrypt.co, my name is Matthew Aaron. Today on the show, ex-Nissan CEO paid $500,000 in cryptocurrency to escape Japan. Feds shut down an illegal $25 million Bitcoin ATM business. And in our main story, we welcome CEO of Unstoppable Domains, Brad Cam to talk Gemini. Coming up on the Decrypt Daily. What's up, everybody? Happy Friday, July 24, 2020. I'm looking forward to the weekend. I'm going to do a little bike riding, hit the gym, eat healthy, go to my garden, and drink some of that great non-alcoholic beer I have in my fridge. I'm on the wagon again. But it isn't that bad because I found this great non-alcoholic brewing company called athletic brewing company that makes beer literally it's it's beer i'm super surprised i love it and it helps me stay on the wagon when i'm just craving a beer in the midday or in the morning or at night because it's not alcoholic it doesn't do anything to me i can drink as many as i want anyway bitcoin and cryptocurrency is looking beautiful going into the weekend can we keep this momentum man i would love to see some five-digit Bitcoin, and not even just 10000 Let me see $20,000 Bitcoin. Can we please get an all-time high? Let's see the Bitcoin prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And I'm recording this at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Everything is a little bit of a mixed bag across the board. Bitcoin is sitting at $9,550, pretty much stagnant from yesterday, down point. 1.5% from yesterday. Ethereum at 276.72, up 1.5% from yesterday. Litecoin at 44.37, down 1% from yesterday. Bitcoin Cash 235.60 and XRP at 20.4 cents, down 2% from yesterday. It's a mixed bag, but remember we had a pretty good day yesterday. Let's see how the weekend unfolds and well, I'm feeling good about the prices. I am feeling good. Today in our main story, we're going to welcome an old friend of mine, Mr. Brad Cam. I haven't talked to him for a while, and when I heard the news yesterday that Gemini is supporting Unstoppable Domains, I had to reach out and say, bro, this is big news. Let's see what he has to say. Brad Cam, CEO of Unstoppable Domains, welcome to the show. Thanks a bunch for having me. Yeah, absolutely, man. Long time no talk. It's been, I think, a little bit over a year. Yeah, it's crazy. Time flies. It's a time, universe in crypto. Time flies, and so does the the growth of an amazing company, Unstoppable with Domains. Man, the, the news that came out on Thursday was just amazing. Unstoppable, even. Gemini now keeps your Unstoppable Domains, your .crypto domains, uh, safe on Gemini. Is that correct? Yeah, and so this is like, you know, same thing where, you know, with crypto itself, where, you know, you have this choice. Do I store my own crypto and it's super safe? but I might lose my key or do I trust some exchange or somebody else in order to store it for me? Just like with crypto, you know, domain names, same problem. You know, you lose your keys, your domain's gone, especially if you have a valuable one, um, that's a problem. So now there's a choice and the choice is, you know, store it yourself or you can uh, store it in Gemini. It's basically the same concept of your cryptocurrency. You could have your Bitcoin on Gemini, you could have your Ethereum on Gemini, and you can have your unstoppable domains there. One of the worries about keeping your crypto 
on uh, an exchange is them losing it, going down, getting hacked, exiting some way. Uh, is that a possibility with the domain? It's exactly the same dynamic as with crypto. So it means that the trade-off here is you can't lose your keys and therefore lose your domain name. But on the flip side, uh, you have to trust the exchange. And so this is a choice you have to make. And this is a choice you have to make as a crypto user too. Like, and I think what a lot of people do is they put some of their, you know, some of their money inside of an exchange and maybe some of their money, um, you know, with their, you know, with their own wallet storing their own key. I imagine the same will happen with domain names. You know, maybe you have a valuable one and you want to put it in there for safekeeping for a little while, but you definitely need to be, you know, aware of the the risks and the trade-offs, you know, with crypto, it's, you know, you have to trust somebody. You either trust yourself with the with those keys or you trust somebody else. And so that's the that's the choice we all have to ask ourselves. You know, which one makes you sleep better at night? Okay, so how does one go and ask Gemini to start being a custodian of your domains? Do you just like walk up to the Winklevi and say, "Hey guys, nice to, nice to see you. We want to you want to do this?" How did and when they say, "Yes, uh, we want to do this," How does that process look? Yeah, so we're we're building it into our application, unstoppabledomains.com. So it'll be super easy. You know, right now, if you go to unstoppabledomains.com, the way it works is, you know, it's very similar to like a, you know, like a GoDaddy where you can search for a domain, you can check out, you can pay, you can pay with crypto or credit card, claim it to your wallet. Most people are using MetaMask or maybe another, you know, another wallet with a DAP browser. So that's the normal flow. You know, you, you claim your domain, you add your IPFS website to it, whatever. Uh, here, you would just have an option, you know, transfer it to transfer it to Gemini. Uh, and then it's kind of like your think of it like your Swiss vault. If you want to use it all the time, probably not the best place for it. This is more like, you know, I don't want to worry about it for a while. I don't want to lose my keys. So I'm just going to go and, and throw it in an exchange. We have a deal with Gemini in order for them to build special custody accounts for domain names. So that's the partnership deal. Uh, they built uh, essentially a special system for this. Uh, to make it easy for you to store ERC721 tokens, domains, instead of just regular old uh, regular old cryptocurrency. And then the way that you as the user will do it is you'll just go to unstoppabledomains.com. You'll request to transfer your domain to the exchange. Uh, and then it's just a couple of clicks. Offline, you told me that this was a very extensive process, over seven months. Can you tell me about that whole process? Yeah, and so like... Any single time you're dealing with a exchange, you know, it's a regulated entity, which means that they have to get permission for things. So in this case, they needed to get permission in order to make sure that it's okay for an exchange to store domain names, to store ERC721 tokens. And they got explicit permission so far as we understand. And uh, I think that's the first time that, that, that that's happened, that, you know, an exchange has gone to U.S. regulators and said, hey, we would like to store domain names, store ERC721 tokens. Are you okay with this? And they got a yes. So it's, it's kind of a big step, you know, in terms of, in terms of uh, crypto regulation that now you've got this new category of ERC721 tokens that exchanges can start doing more stuff with. The 721 token, of course, you know, when it comes to domains, it does have value to them. We can, we're going to go into the value a little bit to it, but other stuff are being put on 721s as well as art and, and gifts and even, you know, sound and movies are being tokenized on 721s. Do you think that the SEC is going to have to look at every single situation to see if it's a security or not? And then when do you think that it's going to cross the line, a 721 could cross the line into a security? Uh, so I'm, I'm not a lawyer, so I'm probably not the best person to answer that, answer that question. But the way, 
you know, I think the, the bigger ideas, the ones that, you know, you can kind of read about online have to do with, it, it requires the things to be fungible. It requires the thing, it requires them to be uh, similar to one another, you know, that you have, you know, you have shares uh, in a company or whatever. And so if you have unique items, uh, unique items are, you know, necessarily, you know, not securities. I can't think of an item, you know, a unique item out there in the world that could, that could be considered as one. Uh, hmm. So I think you know, NFTs were never in dangerous territory. I don't think there was ever, you know, any kind of issues or really, I don't think there was really any regulators or anything that actually thought there were any issues. It's just that the industry has never gotten, you know, official, an official nod before. And I think what Gemini Exchange represents is the first time that you know, NFTs have gotten this like official nod because, you know, regulators are aware. Regulators got a lesson in how NFTs work. And that's that's new. Um, and I think, you know, useful, useful for an industry that's maturing. Right on, right on. So just talking a little bit more about the unstoppable domain, why would somebody want to have an unstoppable domain? So I think it goes back to the way that the internet works itself. And the way that the internet works is that it's controlled by a bunch of random companies that you've never heard of, probably. Uh, it's not controlled by you. And so your domain name is controlled by GoDaddy or wherever you're storing it. And the creator of your domain name, in the case of .com, it's a company called Verisign. They also control it. They can also update the registry and change ownership or take your domain away. Then you've got web hosting services. You know, you store your website on HostGator or you store it on Amazon Web Services or whatever. They can just turn you off. You know, maybe not the biggest deal in the world in the U.S., but around the world, that happens all the time. And so it's about changing the way the Internet works to make it so the user is in control and then the user gets to publish. Uh, the user cannot simply be erased from the Internet because some company decided that that was the way it should work. And you don't need any one specific company's permission in order to go and use the internet, which is very different than the way the current internet works. So it's about user control and user freedom. This is gonna make an internet that has far more participation that billions of people around the world can use. Uh, so even in the US, you know, companies, if they store your data, if YouTube is the one that stores all your videos, they took down like 40 crypto YouTubers recently. They're taking down LGBT content. They're taking down content uh, related to science around the virus that, you know, that may be in dispute. They're taking all kinds of editorial views. And when they do that, they remove you. Your videos are stored in YouTube. They take those away. You're gone. Mm -hmm. You are not on the Internet anymore. Um, and that is a really dangerous setup uh, for all of us. And it's preventing preventing the internet internet technology from moving forward. And it's also not 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 the way the internet was supposed to be. It's supposed to be peer-to-peer. -peer. I need some unstoppable facts. What is the most valuable site ever sold on Unstoppable Domains? So I think the most expensive domain was twenty-eight thousand dollars. Ooh, okay. When somebody buys that domain, what what does, what is it usually used for? Is it usually used for themselves, or is it a vanity th vanity um, domain? For example, my name MatthewAaron.crypto, or is it more of like an asset that they're trying to buy and, and predict the future? For example, Google.crypto. I think there's a lot of different motivations, but I think the phase that we're in right now is this like early SMB phase. You know, it's like just this point in time where people are starting to build small businesses 
uh, and trying to build small businesses on the decentralized web. And I think just like what was happening with the traditional web in the 90s, the names of really generic terms, really generic things like hotels and shoes and pets and whatever else were some of the most uh, popular domain names because it was very easy to launch a business around that, you know. And I think the same is kind of true here where like, you know, if you're trying to be the first decentralized uh, app in some category and you pick a really generic domain name that describes that category, then maybe there's going to be some advantage for you uh, early on, you know, compared to other businesses that maybe don't have uh, such a good domain. Hey, Brad, you know, it's been amazing watching your company grow and congratulations on Gemini. Thank you for coming on the show. Thanks a bunch for having me. Excited, uh, Excited to chat again. And in other news, one of the stories that should be made into a Hollywood movie, actually I'm looking forward to it because I can't see it being off of Hollywood's radar, ex-Nissan CEO paid $500,000 of cryptocurrencies to escape Japan. If you remember, in 2018, a former CEO of Nissan was held under court order in a Japan residence. So he was sitting there in his house, monitored by the court in Tokyo, and he was not allowed to leave. However, he wanted to leave. So his son hired a former U.S. Army Special Force veteran, Michael Taylor, and his son, Peter, to get him out, to break him out, which they did, and relocated him to Lebanon. For that, they wired him $500,000 in cryptocurrencies, which I'm hoping it's Bitcoin, but they did not state the cryptocurrency. Oh, and a little caveat to this, by the way. They smuggled him out of Japan to Lebanon, hidden inside a musical equipment box. You can't make this stuff up, folks. This is real life. The Fed shut down an illegal ATM business that was used to launder money. California man Kais Mohammed will plead guilty to laundering money via crypto. He admitted to exchanging 15 to $25 million in Bitcoin from 2014 to 2019 through ATM machines. He was caught because the feds were onto him, posed undercover, and actually made transactions with him. And there's not much he can do when you catch him red-handed. Mohammed faces a maximum penalty of 30 years in federal prison. And finally, hacks, hacks, and more hacks. The UK National Cyber Security Center has issued a ransomware warning for football clubs across the country. Football club in the UK was hacked recently with the attackers demanding 400 Bitcoin as ransom or 3.8 million US dollars. This comes as a further blow as COVID-19 already took a big chunk out of revenues from the football teams. The NCSC, or National Cybersecurity Center, tweeted yesterday, July 23rd, we are urging sports teams and organizations to strengthen their cybersecurity defenses after a new survey revealed that 70% have been attacked by cyber criminals in the past 12 months. Cybersecurity is important. If Twitter can get hacked, if football teams can get hacked, you can get hacked. Remember, good cyber hygiene, OPSEC, PERTSEC, and if you want some of the best advice in the business from a professional, Make sure you're following Twitter handle Ray Redacted, one of the best guys in the business. Well, that's it for today's show. I hope everybody has a good weekend. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. The United States just passed 4 million COVID cases. Don't take any chances. It's only a little bit of inconvenience for possibly your life. And if you want crypto news over the weekend, download the Decrypt app from your Google Play Store or Apple App Store. We'll see you on Monday.